Turn off the TV, turn off the news. You are now dialed in to the Noise Reduction Podcast. Often imitated. Never duplicate. Never duplicate. No. Yes. yes. Well, welcome to episode seven of Nori's Noise Reduction. Oh, yeah, I can't. Noise Reduction. Noise Reduction. All right. We're not doing a name change. No? Not okay. today. Well, we, we want to help you filter through what is just noise and what is actually useful in the financial world. And yes, I am still Nelson Negron, and I'm here with my amazing wife. Always trying to get brownie points here. Of course. I got to stack them up for when I really, you know, mess up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. just write. I got to put those in the bank. Yeah. Right, because that's how that works. Do they draw interest? No, they don't draw interest. No, I mean, ah. sorry. So I don't get compounding interest on brownie points, huh? No, no. <laughs> and I'm sure you're way in the negative, anyways. But probably, probably. That, that probably makes sense. Yeah, that's there's a lot of yeah. So, uh, anyways, well, yeah, I'm sure they're tired of already, already tired of hearing <laughs> us. You know, just kind of fumble through this yeah. opening. <laughs> So, Rihanna Negron Re, and I'm just glad to be back. We took a couple weeks again. We're running. Did behind. we take a couple? We no, did. it was. It's only, been a few weeks again. Has it? It has. Wow. Yeah. Time flies. Yeah. I don't even know if we were having fun. We were. Okay. Because we started kickboxing. Yes, we did. We did. Yeah. So we we jumped on the uh, I guess the health bandwagon, if you will, when it comes to getting up and getting moving started kickboxing i feel like being trapped in your house and you can only eat so many like ding-dongs and twinkies it kind of eventually gets to the whoa, point where you feel whoa, like whoa 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 i didn't get any ding-dongs why did you get ding-dongs because <laughs> i i ate them all no <laughs> i haven't had a ding-dong did in probably like did 10 you at least years. save me the foil wrapper are we allowed that... to say ding-dong <laughs> i'm not sure on the rules okay it was a... i think you're fine okay just just I go with a it. general high calorie snack <laughs> even in general uh, okay if you're wondering what she's talking about you would have had to have heard the conversation before we started recording yeah but it's okay okay i just don't want to get in trouble for throwing names out there no i think like you're, I, you're okay all right yeah i don't think enough people are actually listening to have to worry about <laughs> you know the owner of hostess is probably listening in and we mm. didn't pay for rights for that so we got I'll give him your email address to, you know, say something to. As long as it's not my phone number. Okay. Unless he texts. I'm not answering the phone. <laughs> so, so going back health, to health. The health band going back to health, kickboxing. Kickboxing. So we started a kickboxing mm-hmm. class, which is brutal, but it's fun. Yes. And uh, if you are uh, connected to Re on Facebook, you would have seen her lovely bruises on her leg. No, I didn't post that. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh. <laughs> no. She was kicking the punching bag so, I guess that yeah, makes sense. Well, it is kickboxing. Yeah. You do so both. kicking the punching bag so mm-hmm. hard that she left bruises on her leg. Yeah. And then she tried to blame it on the trainer. I did. I told everybody <laughs> that he beat me, which is kind of true because he beats us up in class, kind of. Right. In a good way. If there's a good way to be beat up, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. But in the spirit of health and yes. uh, kickboxing and getting off the couch and, and doing something active. I, we thought maybe uh, it would be a good idea to talk about financial health. Yes. Today we're actually going to go over um, 10 different tips for your financial health. So that should be interesting. And it won't give you bruises. Hopefully. I was trying to think of something smart to say on that. but I, you, nothing, <laughs> you know why? Nothing worked. Because you ate too many ding-dongs. Now you're no, I didn't eat enough ding-dongs. That's the problem. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe that's it. Alrighty. So what's number one on the, on the top 10 for financial health? So number one is spend less than you earn. So basically, no matter how much or little that you're paid, you can find it difficult to get ahead if you're spending more than you're bringing in. Hmm. So if you can make prudent cuts to your spending, it can really result in big savings. Hmm. So don't do like the government does. Stop. <laughs> this is not a government podcast. No, no. No, but yes. no that, Actually I think, spend I think, what you have spend and don't. Spend what you have and don't, don't, don't spend more than you have. Right. Okay. Right. Yes. Seems like a pretty reasonable thing to think, right? Yeah. Which pretty, I guess pretty simple. You have to cut down on Amazon packages for that to work. And ding-dongs. I'm okay without the ding-dongs. Just don't take away Amazon. <laughs> so, another name I probably shouldn't have said. No, well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So what's number two? <laughs> uh, number two is stick to a budget. So I think that kind of really just, you know, kind of, it's almost like rule number one, see, you know, see rule number two. Um, so stick to a budget. A budget will show you where your money is going. And uh, depending upon when you are paid, uh, you may decide on a weekly, uh, nightly, or monthly budget. Uh, you need a budget regardless of how much you earn a year. Yeah, I think it's uh, uh, Dave Ramsey who says that a budget is simply telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. Uh, I think that's his quote. Yeah. Some, some to that, yeah. that, that effect. Um, Which is exactly true. I mean, it's better to have a plan than all of a sudden you look at your bank account and it's empty and you have no idea where it's all gone and you still have another week until payday. Yeah. So. Well, there's been tons of times that we've sat with either clients or potential clients that have sat down and said, hey, you know, I make this much money. Um, why don't I ever have any? Why don't, yeah, why do I feel like I don't have anything left over? Exactly. It's like, okay, well, what's your budget? Oh, well, I don't have one. And, well, and that's a, that's a big reason why, um, and uh, you know, budget will allow you to uh, see where your not only see where your money is going, but also help you to pay yourself first, which means savings in, in various different ways. So, which is a whole nother podcast we can get into. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. All right, so what's number three? Number three is pay off the credit cards. Dun, so, dun, dun, yes, I know. Yeah. Everybody hates when we say these things. I get it. I mean, we have credit cards that we use for rewards, but the key to that is paying it off every month because if you don't, yeah. you're going to get nailed with so much interest that you end up in this never-ending cycle of debt in your credit card. Right. Um, it can be a huge obstacle if you're trying to improve your finances and you end up paying so much more for things than you would have if you just paid cash. So those rewards aren't always worth it. you got to pay attention. Right. And, and we have to kind of take a step back and realize that, you know, nothing's free. True. Yeah. So they're giving you these rewards, hoping that you're just going to end up making your minimum payment each month, mm -hmm. which then you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Uh, cause you're not really getting anything out of, out of those rewards. Uh, the only way you're going to earn those rewards is to have the discipline. And if you, you know, you know yourself and you know what you're going to be able to do and not do. And if you, can't pay it off every month, then let's not even get ourselves into, into that trouble and that cycle of, of carrying debt and paying interest to, to credit cards that we could be using to, uh, to save money. But if you do have discipline, it's really nice logging into your Amazon account and seeing that you got a rewards credit for using your credit card last month. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're disciplined. 
Because <laughs> I love those little rewards. Yeah, yeah, I know you do. I have no doubt that you love those rewards. I've seen proof. <laughs> All righty. Uh, so number four is have a savings plan. Uh, if you want to boost your savings, you can set aside a minimum of 5 to 10% of your salary for savings. Uh, and we actually had a, a discussion recently uh, with someone uh, asking about how much we should be saving. Um, and there's different, I guess you can call them rules of thumb uh, on how much salary you should be saving up in, in an emergency emergency plan. And and depending upon your plan, you know, there's, there's going to be different types of savings as well. Um, uh, you know, an emergency savings is going to be totally separate from a, uh, uh, your retirement savings, you know, emergencies or emergency savings is for exactly what it sounds like for your, your emergencies. And credit cards are not emergency savings. <clears throat> right. We talked about that. If you want to know, to know more about that, visit our Facebook page. We have a whole post on it and mm -hmm. why that's a really bad idea. Right. So. And this goes back to having a budget. You know, part of your budget is going to, is going to be whether or not you should save five or ten percent or more uh, to put towards savings and sticking to it mm -hmm. and leaving it there, yeah. <laughs> not not touching it yes. uh, for actual know, emergencies. For actual emergencies, or and not having not a lightning deal on Amazon, or not having it, <laughs> or not having it set as an over as overdraft protection on your Oof. on your checking account. Yes, definitely not. All right. So, what is number five? Well, I'm kind of partial to number five, considering what we do but it's to invest. Right. So if you contribute and you to a savings account and you've done everything you're supposed to and you've got your emergency savings all set up and you have extra money, even if you already have investments, why not invest? Use that money instead of it sitting somewhere in an account. It's not making you any money sitting there. Invest. Right. And, you know, what to invest in and, and what, how much to invest and obviously that's all uh discussions you want to have with your financial advisor yes and and, and i'm not saying get an app for that no, <laughs> no. <laughs> um and, and there's definitely something to be said about uh you know having an advisor and the benefits there and and you know there's di been different companies that have done a ton of different studies on on how much more people with advisors get out of having an advisor than doing it on their own. And, um, you know, if you'd like to have those studies, we, we can send those to you. Just let us know. But, um, and, absolutely. And that's all part of your budgeting as well is how much should you be putting towards it? And, uh, and again, paying yourself first. Alrighty. So that was number five. So number six is understand your investments. Uh, don't involve, don't get involved in investments you don't understand. Uh, again, a financial advisor can help uh, to talk you through the investment options that might be suitable for you. And you know, here at the uh, end of June, um, the Securities Exchange Commission is actually putting out a new regulation um, called Reg BI or Regulation Best Interest. So it's actually going to be even more important now that a, an advisor not only finds and gives you advice on investments that are not just suitable for you, which means, okay, for your situation, does it make sense, but also what's in your best interest. So they have to put your interest above anything else and nothing else can influence why they're recommending what they're recommending to you. 
And one thing that I've always have told clients is, is I want to educate you enough on your investment portfolio that if someone were to ask you, Hey, why do you hold X, Y, Z investment? that you could give a confident answer. You don't have to know why it does what it does exactly or it, what it's going to do from day to day, but the reasoning behind it, why we're owning it, what it's supposed to do for you. Uh, we, we'd never want to want you to be uncomfortable with the investments that you have and know that we are looking out for your best interest when we recommend a specific investment in your portfolio. And if you're working with a different advisor and you can't answer those, answer those simple questions, give them a call. And you shouldn't be able to answer those questions. And if you can't, they're not really doing their job. So make that phone call or find a different investor if they don't want to help. Yeah. And, it, and it's always, you know, just like whenever we go to the doctor and, and they give us a diagnosis, you know, what's, what's the next thing, the next step? Well, everybody always says, well, we'll get a second opinion. Exactly. Okay. There's nothing wrong with getting a second opinion. Um, even, if it just, even if it's just merely to help you understand what you have better. And I always tell people the best way to find a good financial advisor if you're not comfortable with yours is to ask your friends. Your friends are going to be honest and they're going to tell you their experiences. And it, you know, it's, it tends to be more accurate than just looking online at a review. Um, word of mouth is truly the best compliment. So ask yeah. around. And if they give you an answer like, oh, well, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't go to that one. Yeah. <laughs> Keep looking. All righty. So what's number seven? Uh, review your insurance. So this is really important. You should have enough insurance to protect your family and your income if there's a death, a disability, and, or an illness. I mean, you really never know what's going to come up, and that's the last thing you want to have to worry about. So life insurance, health mm. insurance, all your insurances. Yeah. And our lives are, are always changing. Our right. needs are always changing. Um, circumstances change. So doing a, a consistent review, um, what we do is we review our, our clients' insurance policies on an annual basis, uh, even if it's just to update beneficiaries. Uh, but we do that on an annual basis just to make sure that everything is still in line with, with their, their goals and their needs. Um, even if it's just a two minute exercise to say, Hey, are, are these beneficiaries still the ones you want on your insurance policies? And believe it or not, I mean, we found with some clients, they're actually paying for too much life insurance. I mean, you could be overpaying. So right. have those reviews. Exactly. All righty. So number eight, update your will. Uh, so a will is an important, is important to protect, uh, where your wealth goes uh, when you die. If you have dependents, no matter how little or how much you own, make sure your will is up to date. If you are unsure about any legal, legal issues, talk to your lawyer. Yeah. I cannot say enough how important this is. People think they can just scratch down on a piece of paper, you know, my money goes to whatever, whoever, and it's just a simple little thing that's going to last. And it's, I've seen World War III after deaths, right. and then it doesn't become what you wanted it to be. And if you take a little time ahead of time, you can prevent all of that. Exactly. So it's, yeah. Having a will that's properly drawn up exactly. by a professional. Um, it's worth the money. It really right. is. Yeah, especially when you're talking about your family, mm -hmm. you know, and, and keeping your family together, especially during a, a tough time like that. Uh, I know for me and my family, I want to make it as easy of a tra as a transition as possible uh, with a, as little headache and confusion. Um, and even on top of that, you can go even further with that 
and with your will and, and maybe write out why you're leaving what you're leaving to them. So that way it can kind of hopefully go over a little smoother and they, everybody can understand, oh, well, this was left to this person because it means this to them or it means that to them. And, and that may even help in, in uh, that transition. Or go over it with them ahead of time. You know, instead of them finding out on a piece of paper, sit down, have that tough discussion. You know, have a professional there if it makes it easier. But that way they know what's happening, what to expect. And you can explain in person if they don't understand and prevent chaos later on. Right. And that's something that we do as, as financial advisors is <laughs> we, we, we like to say that we're, not only are we financial advisors, but we're uh, marriage counselors, Absolutely. we're, we're uh, uh, family counselors, yes. simply just because a lot of times we do offer to say, hey, bring your beneficiaries in. Let's sit down. Let's talk. Let's make sure everybody's on the same page. Let's make sure that they understand what you're doing, why you're doing it. So that way. Um, it, you know, it, hopefully it, it makes things easier uh, when the time comes. And then also they know when that time comes, who to come to for help. Uh, because, you know, us being your advisor on, uh, through these things that we have some inside information on, on the family and, and the dynamic there. Exactly. Our next one, number nine, um, keep good records. So if you don't keep good financial records, you're probably not even claiming all your allowable income tax, deductions or credits. Uh, it's easier to set up a system, use it all year, or get a good CPA or a bookkeeper. If it's not something you feel that you can keep up with, hire somebody that can, because really you're missing out on free money. Right. So. Yeah, a lot of times uh, people do miss out, and not that we're, you know, tax advisors or anything no. like that. Yes. But it, it is interesting to see the statistics around how much money people can save uh, and maybe uh, may be able to save on their taxes by having a professional look at it. And, and it may be well, well worth the cost uh, of having a professional do it. And by speaking with some CPAs and professionals in the industry, I have found the best thing to do is to actually meet with them ahead of time. Don't go in there during tax season, throw a pile of papers at them and say, here you go, fix it. Meet with them ahead of time. Wait until tax season ends, then go meet with them for the following year because they can set you up with a plan and a way to organize and a way to lead you for the rest of the year to make everybody's life easier and possibly more beneficial for you tax-wise later on. So. Right. And, and more and more CPAs are, are kind of going the um, retainer route. Yes. So if you're a business owner and you, you have a, a lawyer that you keep on retainer, um, you know, kind of think of your CPA in the same way that you're, all, you're constantly able to ask questions and get advice on, on a day-to-day -day type of, of transactions and activity. So that way when it does come time, one, your CPA already knows what you've been doing and 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 two uh you're not scrambling during tax time trying to figure out uh, how to fix something that you may have done a while back exactly yeah. and i will leave the last but not least tip for you all right so uh get financial advice so many people do not have the time or the in inclination to manage their finances well. Uh, busy with work and family, many people find it difficult to keep up to date with investment options and to understand the risk involved. 
a financial advisor can help you reach your goals. So we actually just met with a, a new client um, this past Friday, which would have been, what was that? June the, what's today? I don't even know what today is. The 22nd? So that would have been the 19th. Yes. <laughs> so June 19th. And we, we, met with, uh, we met with a new client. And he said that the, one of the reasons why he wanted to work with us was that, yes, he could do it on his own, but he didn't want to do it on his own because he wanted to spend time in his retirement doing the things he wanted to do help take care of his family, help take care of, um, he wanted to you know, you know, do some nonprofit type stuff. And so he wanted to spend his retirement. Retired? Retired. <laughs> you know, we often uh, talk about retirement being going from what you have to do to what you want to do. Right. And so he said, if that was the only, if, don't, if that was the only thing that I wanted to do in my retirement, then I probably would just do it on my own. But that's why I'm here working with you is because I want to be able to spend time doing other things. And it's important to get advice from not only a professional, but a professional that you trust to give you sound advice that's in your best interest. And there's also, which we talked about a little bit earlier, there's been multiple studies that go to show that your return is actually higher when you use a financial advisor typically so right that there's a lot of value add there exactly uh you get advice and, and what these studies have shown um you know vanguard they did a study called uh, advisor alpha um and vanguard's known as the low cost and you know investment provider but um they did a, a study showing that having an advisor brings a lot of value um can add to your overall return through the lifetime of your plan. And a lot of the reason behind it was during difficult times, uh, just like we've been going through with the, the uh, coronavirus pandemic, is that a, a financial advisor can help you from making, keep you from making mistakes uh, that you would have made on your own. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of value there, and whether you, you, know, you don't have to work with us. No, just find a good <laughs> Just find one somewhere. that you trust mm-hmm. and that, that can help you um, make decisions that are, that are going to work for you and, and your family and your family's plan and, uh, and hopefully make decisions that don't hurt you in the long run. And sometimes all you need is a simple phone call. It's a way to just kind of help you step off the ledge, you know, walk back away from the ledge a little bit. Sometimes you just need to be talked down and Mm. it just helps to have that person that, you know, with a clear mind that can help you think clearly before you make a dramatic decision. So, right. And, and also that's where it goes back to understanding your investments. If that advisor is helping you understand your investments along the way before these things happen and understand your plan before these things happen, then it's easier to manage through uh, rough times uh, whether it's economically, financially, in the investments, whatever the case may be, uh, understanding your plan, understanding why you have a plan, and understanding what your investments are uh, make makes it easier. Absolutely. The first time to have that kind of conversation is not when it's happening. It's better to know ahead of time. Prepare yourself. Kind of like what we talked about with the CPA. Exactly. Yes. Talk about it ahead of time. Yes, exactly. Right. So that was number 10. It was. Yeah, that we went made by. It through did 10, that go by quick? 
Or did I just feel like, did it just feel like to me it went by quick? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It just depends on if it feels like it went by quick for our poor listeners. That's true. That's probably the most important thing. Right. So you tell us, did it go by quick? I guess, well, not right now. They'll have to, after, they'll have to tell us. They can't tell us now. (laughs) No, no, they can't. (laughs) All righty. But as always, you know, we just try to bring information that will help you from day to day. Hopefully this is helpful. Hopefully these are 10 tips uh, that will increase your financial health. If you have any comments or suggestions on future topics, you can always reach out to us via email at info at providentoak.com. You can reach us on Facebook at our, what is it? Well, I guess we have two Facebook pages. We We have our Provident Oak Financial Facebook, and then we also have our podcast Facebook, which is Noise Reduction. Right. Um. So Cute you, little squirrely guy holding a coffee mug. There's a couple noise reductions now. So, is there really? There is. Oh, those copycatters. But they don't have the cute little squiggly guy with the coffee mug, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that that logo was actually uh, drawn by our oldest son. Yeah. So thank you, Aiden, for yes. for that uh, that logo for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank, thank you, you for, for joining turning, us. tuning in and listening to us, and um, we're just. Glad that you did, and we hope that this helps with your financial health. And if you're looking to improve your regular health, do something crazy. Go join a kickboxing class. We didn't die yet, so you can do it too. Yeah. And we'd also like to thank uh, our special listener that while we're recording, uh, Doug, my singer. Thank you for sitting in and and uh, keeping us on track, maybe possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Uh. <laughs> this is where I can say, vote for Doug, my singer. If you want to. (laughs) All righty. Well, I think that's a good note to end it on. All righty. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. You all the best day. Bye-bye.